Hello, and welcome to What We Do in the Moonlight, a Lit by Moonlight podcast where it's not a phase to be shipped across the Atlantic in a large, person-sized crate twice. This week, we are chatting about the first two episodes of What We Do in the Shadows in season four that just aired last night on FX. Um, so to start us off, Caitlin, do you want to tell us a little bit about episode one? Of course I do. In episode one, the gang reunites in the home they've shared for centuries, or at least what's left of it. Nandor only made it as far as Fresno, but he had a good time with the family he met along the way. Laszlo has been raising the baby that crawled out of Colin Robinson like the amazing dad he is. Nadia returns from her work with the Vampiric Council in London with desires of building a nightclub, and Guillermo has been home for at least a week locked in a shipment crate. What happened in episode two, Emberlyn? <laughs> In episode two, Nadja's nightclub dream is coming to life, but not if the guide can help it. Laszlo uses his skill set in psychology to help her come to terms with her desire to preserve the Vampire Council headquarters and archives, but in the process, she comes to terms with another realization about her vampiric past and present. Meanwhile, Nandor is looking for his wife, and the genie he finds hidden in one of Alcanadar's treasures may be able to help him find her among his 37 previous she and he wives. Hello, my name is Caitlin, and I love wearing big hats. My name is Emberlyn, and I'm really into the TikTok drama right now, where the one girl is singing the national anthem, um, and then the other girl comes up and takes the mic from her mid, oh, say, can you see, and says, hi, this is my graduating class, and then proceeds to badly sing, allegedly. I've never seen that. I found out about it the other day. Please send it to me. It's so, I have, you're going to scream. I'm going to link it in the episode notes. It is (laughs) <laughs> and then I found the other girl's TikTok where she tells her side of the story. And she definitely... I love getting both perspectives. No offense to anybody, seems like someone who would do that. So, um, <laughs> just all love. It seems like a nightmare. I love it. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> so, Caitlin, um, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, both episodes aired last night. We both had the chance to watch them yeah. live. Um, they were amazing. Um, before we jump into that, though, I'm curious, like, what were you expecting from the first few episodes of the season before you saw them? Before I watched it, um, I felt like I couldn't even guess because I just knew that this show was always going to, like, either like exceed my expectations or just go places that I could never, ever guess because that's just what the show does. Um, but I did say that we would see like the immediate aftermath of the reveal that Guillermo is in the coffin and not Laszlo and then cut to Laszlo now being a dad to baby Colin Robinson and then Nandor is going to be somewhere in his eat, pray, haha, love journey. <laughs> but as for now, like, <laughs> then, like as for how they all came together, I said absolutely no idea. I'm just excited to see it. <laughs> what did you think? I mean, first I'll just say it was very clearly an eat, pray, love journey. So when they mentioned that in the first episode i was like yes like i'm so glad that there was like, a nod to that like so um for me uh i feel like all my expectations were thwarted like five minutes in the first promo uh because i expected something so much more angsty than what the promo showed us but i'm still well at that point i was still kind of yep. opening for like an emotional reunion between nandor and guillermo um which i didn't necessarily get but I got, I feel like I got something even better than that, so I can't complain. Yeah, I wasn't ever, like, like, 
Do I want emotional reunions? Yes, because I fucking love reunions. Same. Like they're my favorite thing in like in real life, in media, whatever. But also like as soon as like the show started, I was just like, This isn't the show for that. They're just gonna, they're just gonna <laughs> go by and shit. like yeah. do they're just gonna do some other shit, like having Guillermo be shipped back across the Atlantic for a second time. <laughs> Like, why would they give Guillermo any more respect than they typically do? Like, what would have changed in order for them to do that? Nothing. <laughs> why did I? Why did I think that they, they were going to give this character respect and kindness? <laughs> I saw the. I saw that one bingo card, which we'll dive more into the bingo cards later. Where um, yeah. somebody, I think the creator of the bingo card, uh, had assumed that um, Naja and Guillermo would come back as like best friends, and what got me like the first like. 10 minutes was when Naja and Laszlo were like, who? <laughs> when Nina brought up Guillermo, even though like, she literally shipped out. him there in a box like a week prior. <laughs> I know. And then he comes out and Laszlo's like, oh, that guy. <laughs> They're literally the worst. And Guillermo, starts, Guillermo starts like like yelling at them and Naja once again is like, oh, there's a complaint with this guy. <laughs> so good i love it so what were your immediate reactions to watching these two episodes um just immediate serotonin boost like i was i guess i did i wasn't knowing what to expect sometimes um you have higher expectations and then like a show starts and it turns out to like run a little slower than you anticipated or would have liked but with this show so much happened in like the first five minutes and i just felt like i was in it um, from the get-go. Yeah. Um, it was everything I wanted and more, and I got this sense that the writers really listened to the audience uh, and were ready to deliver the characters we know and love. Uh, some really incredible uh, like jokes, one-liners, plot developments right in the first like episode. Um, and then in mm-hmm. between Laszlo and Naja fucking in the first five minutes <laughs> and baby Colin Robinson on the bike and Nandor getting stuck on the ever-given... Wait, let's pause for a second. He got stuck on the Ever Given. <laughs> Which if you haven't, that was so if you don't recall, funny. listeners, is that container ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal um, way back last year. The second they showed the map and it goes, they ran into like some travel issues and it's got the fucking Ever Given. I'm like, of course. Of course he did. I'll tell you what. When that happened, so I immediately thought of you, Caitlin. I was like, Caitlin, thank is you. Going to love this. Like this is her. That was the brand. The joy that like terrible, horrible incident, and I feel bad for all parties involved. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> the joy it brings me is so so high, and just the fact that it happened again. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. I just I think it's so funny. <laughs> it is the epitome of like things that I care about in terms of news, like or things that yeah. I care about in terms of news that don't make me want to die. So thank you. Yeah, one hundred percent. Just it was so good. So when that happened, I I yelled. It was so funny. So tell me, like, what were your other immediate reactions to this episode? Oh, and these first two episodes. Well, first of all. 
Yeah. Well, first of all, the season opened up with Laszlo watching an in-universe equivalent to Property Brothers <laughs> because it was the only thing that gets the baby that crawled out of Colin Robinson to sleep at night. <laughs> and I was like, let's go. Of course it would be. <laughs> Like immediately, like you hear the TV, like you hear the TV ad, and Laszlo says something about like, oh, there's um something about like a low bearing wall, and then the TV says there's a low bearing wall, and he goes, up oh, spoke too soon, and I was like, fucking, I missed you so much. Like I don't remember the context, but just the way he's like, ah, oh, spoke too soon. I was like, this is so good. <laughs> I missed it, and like. And then just the fact that immediately Nadja shows up with little Nadja and Nandor is also back from his eat, pray, haha, love journey. <laughs> and then, like a few minutes later, we find out that the banging on the walls that Laszlo hasn't been able to fix is actually Guillermo stuck in a shipping crate because he was shipped back across the ocean again. <laughs> but this time with extra Oreos and Pedialyte. So why is he complaining? <laughs> it was just so good. And like also when the theme song played, I only... I finished getting caught up on this show just a couple weeks ago, but the second it played, I was like, oh, I missed it so much. Right? It's just, I was like, oh, I'm back in it again. I felt like I was at home. Yes. I feel so comfortable. It's such a comfort show. Yeah. And I just, I love that the writers wasted no time in getting them all back together again, because I feel like the show really thrives when they're all together in a scene and like bouncing off of each other. And really when it comes down to it, like this show really isn't the angsty like drama that we thought it was going to be uh-huh. with like the whole reunion and it's just fun and they're all idiots who also happen to be vampires slash familiars so yes. i was just really happy that we just immediately jumped into the insanity of it all yeah i like that too because i feel like there are a lot of people online that wrote like really angsty fan fiction and i was like yeah, yeah. but then when i look yeah. when i think about it like when i come back to reality and i ground myself i'm like yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that ain't it. Okay, so, Caitlin, what was your favorite part from episode one? Um, <laughs> just, sorry, I'm just thinking about it. It was just really <laughs> funny. <laughs> My favorite part was when Nandor is doing like this whole talking head to the camera bit and telling um, us about his journey, and he says... I kind of get the idea that you guys aren't listening to what I'm saying as the, pan- as the camera pans over to Laszlo and Nadia having sex on the couch right next to him. It was so funny. I keep thinking and they're about- just like, no, 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 keep going. I keep thinking about, I don't know if they were prop legs or like whatever he was I using know. when he had his legs, her legs up over his head. I was like, I was like, that cannot be her. Like, what's going on? Um, <laughs> it could be though. Trust me, it could be. (laughs) What was your favorite part? Um, so, uh, sorry, I was just thinking about, never mind. Um, (laughs) my favorite part was when, I was still thinking about the legs propped up over the head thing. Um, (laughs) anyway, um, when Nandor just immediately jumped in and saved Guillermo, like immediately when he Ugh. fell through the floor, uh, like yeah. they told us right then and there where this was going, and I was so incredibly happy they did. Like, yes, the ma'am. moment that happened, they immediately, like, Vishwas and I both gasped. We were like, oh, <gasps> like, yes. So, oh, wow. Oh. So good. What was your favorite part from episode two? For me, it was the fact that Laszlo canonically 
invented penis envy. Um, <laughs> Don't you mean wanting of the wang? <laughs> I do. Yes, I do. Like, of course, they would bring like a Freudian uh, plot line into his background. Like, of course they would. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. It yes. completely made sense to me. <laughs> How about you? Um, my favorite was also a Laszlo, a Laszlo moment. Um, it's when he showed the construction guys who were working on the nightclub uh, his new favorite house renovation show, and one of the guys makes fun of their use of shiplap on the walls. And Lasko goes, no, that's where you're fucking wrong, and then proceeds to tell them the perks of, to using shiplap walls, like the new dad that he is. And they ask Laszlo if he wants to do shiplap in the nightclub, and he excitedly says, well, if you've got some. <laughs> just, just that whole like arc of him being like, no, I like this show now, and I'm, I know all about woodworking and house renovation. My desire It's just for- such like a... Go ahead. It's such a dad thing. <laughs> it is. And it's like, it it feels my desire for him to just like redesign the whole house and like actually DIY it later in the season. Like that would really give me yes. life. Um, <laughs> did you have any favorite quotes from the first two episodes? Oh, 100%. I like, I had to like keep rewinding because like I kept like wanting to write them all down. <laughs> but um, some of my favorites are... Uh, <laughs> Again, when in episode one, when Nandor is uh, trying to tell his story, and then Laszlo and Nadia immediately start having sex again, and he and he calls him out on it. And he goes, "Are you guys having sex again?" And Laszlo goes, "Well, I'm not baking a cake, Nandor." <laughs> <laughs> like that was good. Um, when Guillermo interrupts himself to say, "What the fuck is that?" When yes. Baby Colin Robinson runs in because his too. delivery was so good. <laughs> Uh, Laszlo says, a bit of sass from the boy. <laughs> a bit of sass from the and boy. And then, <laughs> and then when Laszlo says, you can get fucked, this took hours. Yes. Just, it was so funny. Uh, again, half of these are just because of the delivery. So I think the delivery with I, this show is what makes it. It really is. And it makes me laugh every single time. It's so good. What were your favorite lines? Definitely the one of the very first lines in the show, which is when Naja comes back um and uh her and Lazlo are about to like fuck and um she says uh i want to peel you like a potato and mash your insides i was like i'm gonna use that like that's great um and then when nandor is talking about his his um little adventure and he says my eat pray love journey where to begin because as i said earlier i was waiting for that um and i'm glad that they acknowledged that's exactly what it was like he was julie roberts and uh um, Fresno was his Italy. Um, yep. <laughs> and then, um, oh, when when Laszlo and Naja are on the couch doing the do, um, and he, he like says room in the back to Nandor offering him to come and join them. There's room in the back, old chap. <laughs> I was like, yes, like okay, like go, yes. And like, then Nandor's like, no, it's okay. I'll just watch. <laughs> I'll just watch. I was oh. Wow. They really took it to the next level this season. They said, yeah. I love this for them. here is in a polyamorous moment. And I was like, yeah, no, you're they right. Are. They are. It's hilarious. No, you're right. They are. Thank you. So what song would you request the DJ to play at your vampire nightclub? Um, well, I've been spending a couple weeks with my cousin, which means that I've been introduced to so much K-pop. And honestly, ah. it's wonderful. And I'm having such a good time. Oh, so K-pop. my... My song that I would request at the Vampire Nightclub would be Dance the Night Away by Twice. Aw. Mine would be, of course, Rasputin. Yes. Um, which is like, ah, 
it's a banger. Like they use it in the promos, and I feel like it's been in my head ever since. So like, yeah, I, I would want them. To literally play that. woke up this morning, and immediately was like, rah, rah, I think we should request it the next time we go clubbing together. Like, yes. And I feel like everybody, because of TikTok, thank goodness, everybody would really dig that. Um, mm-hmm. and then um, there's another one that I think they play, I'm trying to remember if they play it in the movie or if it's from. Um, like a credits uh, and like a previous season, but it's no vampires remain in Romania because um, that's like just oh. really catchy. And then the last one, and I think I should say this for later on in the, in the season, but um, Night Moves by Bob Seger because that shit has been on my head since season one and it has just quickly become yeah. my favorite song of all time and it makes me so nostalgic and like whenever I hear it, I'm just like, like hell yeah. Like it is, I feel the <laughs> way good. about it that I assume like... I don't know. I feel the way about it that, like, I see. I assume that, like, old blue-collar white men um, in the very deep South feel about Sweet Home Alabama, um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I, I can live with that. I can live with that. I like that. So, since uh, peeling like a potato is one of your favorite lines, <laughs> what character in these first couple episodes would you peel affectionately like a potato? Naja, um, because no surprise there. She just yeah, like she she consistently just I'm rooting for her. Like I'm rooting for her more than I am anyone in the entire world, including myself. Um, yeah. She's using she used her special voice to make things happen. And I just want the absolute best for her in all of her ventures. She is a woman who knows what she wants, and she deserves everything. I wish her the best with this yeah. nightclub. I hope I have a feeling something's gonna go wrong, but I kind of hope it doesn't. And I feel like I'm not. I'm gonna kind of like cringe a little bit when she it, it, when it does because I just feel like she deserves the world. Um, so that was mine. How about you? Um, mine was also Nadia because her absolute excitement and passion for her vampiric nightclub is so fucking pure and wonderful to watch. I cannot wait to see this all unfold. Like she just comes in and she's like i'm gonna start a vampiric nightclub and her smile just like it's just her entire face and she's just so passionate about it and i love it when people get excited about the things that like make them happy and she's just like i'm gonna do this and no one's gonna stop me and she literally left the vampiric council in london because they're like we don't do that and she goes okay bye and she's gonna go do it herself and i respect her so much for that that, i'm gonna go do it someplace else no i'm happy for her i feel like she is just like the most empowered character on that show and I just live I live for her like she's everything so uh Caitlin um yes which character would you let the wraiths devour at this point um right now I said Nandor get your head out of your ass <laughs> <laughs> um he is so like I said it before in our recap episode but he needs to get his head out of his ass <laughs> like he this is like i know they're going for like a slow burn i can feel it mm-hmm. with him and guillermo and just nandor is just not on the same level as guillermo right now but he's slowly getting there and i think this season we're going to see a pining nandor yeah for guillermo because guillermo has seemed to move on but nandor is just catching up so i get that feeling um, too yeah I also said Nandor because um, I'm really appreciating his growth and recognizing how much Guillermo means to him this season. Like we saw that when he dove in to save him. Um, but I'm really scared he won't recognize it in time and Guillermo will finally give up on his codependent tendencies and leave. Unless he's planning on yeah. laundering money from the nightclub, then go off, baby girl, get that coin. Um, 
But, yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, like, I remember, like, there was this one scene in the episode where I think um, Guillermo was walking up into the house and he was like, oh, like, I'm not jealous of Nandor because of, like, well, that's all I'm going to say on that. And I was like, no, say yeah. more. No, say more. I'm interested because that does make me he curious. He was talking. Yeah. He was talking to someone on the phone and I know that's his boyfriend. <laughs> like, I'm excited for him. Like, good for him, baby. Like, you deserve it. Yep. Um, but I'm just excited to see, like, what that means and the... In the, mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the span of things um <laughs> but yeah that was mine um how do you feel about the guides expanded role this season caitlin oh i i love it when characters who seem like a one-off can become reoccurring only become a main character later on like i'm so excited to learn more about the guide because i think that kristen skull is so freaking funny and I'm excited to learn more about her. Like we've already in like these in the second episode, we learned that she has a thing for vampire slayers. Yes. Um. So I'd like to see how is that going to, um, what does that mean for the rest of this arc between like her and Guillermo? Which first of all, poor Guillermo, <laughs> <laughs> she's too much for him. And um, also just. I don't know. I think she's like kind of like almost like a wild card in a way. Like they all are, but like she is in her own different way because like we don't know enough about her to be like, oh, we know exactly how she's going to react in the situation. Like she already had a whole therapy session with uh, <laughs> with Laszlo that kind of uncovers some of her stuff. And so I'm wondering like, is she going to be like help Nadia with this nightclub? Like she already started to like started with the construction, but is she going to like have a bigger role in this like how does she fit in with the rest of the group i don't know i'm i'm excited because i like her as a character so i'm excited to learn more about her how about you yeah i felt the same way um i think her character is like really cool um because we don't know a lot about her like we do now (laughs) but (laughs) it'll be fun to explore her character more this season and like her backstory and how her dynamic with guillermo progresses um I'm also very happy to find out that she's a complete whore because I only interact with whores. Um, so thanks for being a whore, bestie. Love you. All right. So let's talk about our two peaks in the valley for the first two episodes of What We Do in the Shadows. What was your first peak? So my first peak is I just get the sense that we're moving toward the meat of the slow burn between Nandor and Guillermo. Like I feel like in other seasons, um, you might not have noticed it as much. Um Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Fishwaz and I were talking maybe a couple weeks ago, and I mentioned, oh, yeah, like, I'm really excited about Guillermo and Andrew's relationship. And I, they were, he was like, oh, it's friends. And I was like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it just, I think it really occurred to me in that moment that, like, there are probably people out there that don't see, like, the direction it's going in. Um, mm-hmm. And are like, oh, like, they're just, like, besties. Um, when, like, I think some of us other folks that have, have been around the block a couple times and the... Um, category of like fun queer shows are like ah those those two are in love um so it was like interesting to have yeah. that perspective um so I'm really thrilled about that um I get the sense that uh that if this is what's happening like right now in the first two episodes um it can only get more batshit um but like in a good way <laughs> also literally um and I'm <laughs> Also, I should say, and I guess this is like part two of my peak, I'm really proud of him, of Guillermo, that is, for standing up for himself against Nacha and Laszlo yeah. and kind of like putting his foot down in the house and being like, I am over the bullshit. Like, I'm sick of the way you guys treat me. 
I'm going to do my own thing. He's still super codependent on his relationship with Andor, clearly, and his friendship with Andor. <laughs> yeah. But, like, at the very least, it seems like he's making progress away from the role of, like, a more passive familiar. Um, so I'm excited for him. Uh, what was your first peak? Um, right along the same lines, um, as I said earlier, this continues to be the slow burn that is the relationship between Andor and Guillermo. <laughs> um and like you mentioned earlier, the second Nandor dove into the basement to save Guillermo, I was like, let's go. Yes. They know what they're doing. They know what this means. I, this is the direction that we're going in. And I'm so excited to see it unfold. But I am really happy that we got hints that Guillermo is in a happy relationship now and he seems to be in a good place. Um, yeah. And I'm so conflicted because I absolutely, above all else, want the best for Guillermo because yes. he's just he needs a break he needs to be happy he needs to have someone in his life that respects him and loves him for who he is and uh-huh. treats him well and um he deserves way more than Nandor and um he just needs to be happy but also I'm so invested in the slow burn because of how they're both at different places now how like Guillermo is so ahead of the game he's like done pining after Nandor and seems to be in like a really happy healthy relationship we don't know much about this relationship yet so I wonder if this new partner of his is going to cause conflict in some way mm-hmm. and like I, I really want this person to be like 100% wonderful and pure but also like what if it's someone that like is bad mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how the sense because like i fully believe we're going in the direction of guillermo and nandor uh becoming a couple but nandor is so behind yes <laughs> and um him just like meeting all of his 37 wives again and uh i really feel like the one that he ends up choosing and then the, how he describes his perfect wife is loki him yeah. describing guillermo i agree <laughs> I agree. So I'm excited to see where that goes. And for Nandor's O moment of him being like, oh, it's been Guillermo this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. I feel like Nandor needs to be at a place where he can like truly give Guillermo all of the respect and love that that man deserves. Um, And I'm not at that place right now, but it's going to be interesting to see that character development over the next like couple of seasons. What was your second peak? I was just gonna say my second peak. That's why I was like, "Yeah, go ahead, ask the question." Um, <laughs> so for me, it was just all of the intricate little details um, in the first couple of episodes. I feel like this is something this show's always been especially good at is just creating smaller pieces that you can kind of focus on in the background of all of the main plot lines. For example, um, like the giant fat ass raccoon. <laughs> that is just yeah, like tooling around so the house um in the very beginning um and then like little Naja <laughs> with her hand on Laszlo's knee when they're all sitting on the couch together um oh, I missed that it's so cute um but like oh, I, I didn't so catch cute. that until the second rewatch of the episode and I was like oh that's adorable um it's that's adorable. things like that that I just feel like make this show so amazing um yeah Wow. Uh, how about you? I love that. Um, well, first of all, I completely missed it. So I'm going to have to just rewatch it just for that. Because I saw her like all snuggled up to Nadia, which I thought was adorable. Oh, also, yeah. I love that Nadia and little Nadia wear the same outfits. It's fucking adorable. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, also, I really like that Nadja keeps thinking that the raccoon is baby Colin Robinson. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, I found him. And Laz is like, no, my dear, that's another raccoon. And she goes, oh, okay, ha ha. <laughs> she's just like totally okay with it. <laughs> it's just really funny. <laughs> uh, my second peek was, was Nandor um, has had a genie lamp for hundreds of years that he thought didn't work because he'd been rubbing it the wrong direction the entire time. <laughs> That was really funny. Just when Kiermo was like, well, have you tried rubbing it counterclockwise? He's like, oh, yeah. It's just it's just one of those like stupid little jokes in the show that like absolutely make me laugh so hard. I also like that um, he's talking about all of these like riches he brought back from Al-Kanadar. And he's like, oh, like I need to find someone to share these with who actually appreciates them. And, like, mm-hmm. none of the women he's kind of, it seems like he's trying to share them with seem like they really appreciate him. But as soon as Guillermo sees them, he's, like, really interested, I felt like. So I was like, oh, oh. like, that's an interesting like, little contrast. Oh, Nandor, he's right there. He's right in front of you. <laughs> literally right there, you dumbass. And then when he assumes that Guillermo's going to be jealous when he says he wants to get married. And yeah. Guillermo's like, no, I'm not jealous. And he's, like, really? Like, he just seems like a little, like, he was he's expecting like, huh? it and hoping for it a little bit so yeah. and i'm telling you the fact that that's not gonna happen is gonna make nandor wake up yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> so agree 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 um if i had a valley about this season i'd say i and i like can't believe i'm saying this but i want more of laszlo <laughs> raising baby colin robinson like i love that yeah. guillermo being yep. the only sensible person slash only living person in the house stepped in um but there's just something <laughs> about colin robinson and laszlo's dynamic that i really like and like i want to see more Same. of um i'm thinking we're gonna get more of that based on the next episode's preview but i just really like that i think it's funny i think it's nice to see laszlo in this like as we were talking about earlier in this like father role this paternal role <laughs> it just it gives me life um yeah how, did you have a valley yeah uh it was that i needed more colin robinson yeah I, like i feel like his absence like i knew i loved his character before but the absence of him as a full person like i was like oh where is he i miss him i need his i just need him and um i completely agree like i really want more of the Laszlo and Colin Robinson dynamic because I loved it so much in season three and just like the fact that (laughs) that he's like a dad to Colin Robinson now is so funny and like I was so ready to get more of that dynamic started right away especially with how the first episode opened yeah but yeah based on the next episode's preview I think we're definitely gonna get more of that and this is literally only the first two episodes so I have hope I do too um Yep. That's why I feel like one of my favorite scenes in the first episode was, um, or was it? Yeah, it was the first episode when uh, they get the pass. They're, they're trying to get the password from Colin Robinson for his credit card, and he's like, three, one. And then like 10 minutes go by, and then it's like <laughs> been a long time, and he's still giving them numbers for the, the password. I love, <laughs> I love that it's just, you know, you're. Your credit cards only have a four-digit pin, and like they continued to write down all of the numbers. That he had. And my thing is, like, it so probably funny. somehow also was that long because that's who Colin Robinson would be as somebody who somehow this has a pin true. that's like a hundred numbers long. Um, 
So we have this incredible bingo board, um, which this template was made by by Hammerspace on Twitter. Thank you, by Hammerspace. Um, Thank you. And um, it's a, just a season four bingo uh, board for what we do in the shadows. You fill it out beforehand, and then throughout the season, we're going to fill it in with things that actually happen. Um, and each box has predictions in it. Um, it's a one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five. It's a five by five board. Can't believe I just did a count. Um, I should know better. Um, and here are predictions for the season. Um, our first one is that Nandor says fucking guy. Um, easy. <laughs> easy. Um, the next one is Freddy Krueger, question mark. And I just put this because one of the episodes is called Freddy, but I have no idea what that means yet. And it could be anything. Is I, it really? Yeah, I assume it's like a supernatural character. Maybe not Freddy Krueger, but I just was like, <gasps> wait, maybe it is Freddy Krueger. What if that's Guillermo's boyfriend? <gasps> oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. <laughs> should we change it? Because it's, it's, it's still early or should we just leave it? Um, you can like add it to the box. Freddy Krueger, Guillermo's boyfriend? Does Freddy Krueger, this is a silly question, but does Freddy Krueger have anything to do with vampires? I mean, he's a spooky guy, but... He's a spooky guy. I just take it, I just assume that since the Babadook was in it, that maybe also Freddy Krueger will be in it for some reason. Um, That's fair. I've next said, because there's another episode named The Wedding, um, that (gasps) the wedding episode ends with a revelation that Nandor loves Guillermo. Um, Yep. That's what I'm thinking. Um, and then I have a bingo card for when five people have gotten Ian. Um, a bingo space <laughs> for that. Um, I've got one called Some Shit Goes Down in New Jersey. <laughs> We've got one that says when adult Colin Robinson returns, there's like a catch. Like there's something different about him. Like he's an actual vampire or he's just like a different kind of energy vampire or just like something like that. I'm not really sure. Um, but I just feel like there's cool. a catch. Like there's something different about him. Um, that might be like too mm-hmm. general, but I just feel like there's got to be something different about him. There probably will be. Next, we have a Taika Waititi cameo. Mm-hmm. Then we have lesbian vampires, mm-hmm. which we all need, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the guy tries to fuck Guillermo is the next face, which I think is also going to be an easy fill based yes, I, on I episode that one in two. Uh, the gang tries to send Colin Robinson to private school. <laughs> so the next row, uh, the National Vampire Council gets pissed about the nightclub. Um, mm-hmm. Guillermo kicks ass in a fucking metal fight scene. Um, I hope that's easy yes. to fill in. Uh, my free space is Laszlo and Naja treat Guillermo like absolute dog shit. Already filled. Um, I've got, the next one is 900 ads for Thor Love and Thunder in the first <laughs> few weeks of episodes. We already got And that. then the next one in the row is just gay sex. Nice. Alright, our next row is Guillermo and Nandor have a blowout fight. Laszlo and Nadia fuck in a public place. Again. <laughs> We're on the right track here. Nandor does some himbo shit. Marvel movie guest star. <laughs> Can I ask why? Just because I feel like when I listened to that uh, interview of the day where, well, first of all, because we've already had a cup, we've already had like, how many Marvel movie guest stars have we had in the show already? Two. Who? Right? Two. Um... Um, 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 uh, the first was Tilda Swinton. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the other one was, um, Dave Bautista. I fucking, I forgot Dave Bautista was there. (laughs) And there might have been another one, too, but I think that's it. So I just feel like he's gonna tap, like, Natalie Portman, or just, like, somebody minor. Um, 
or like Idris Elba or some somebody um for like <laughs> someone this who just was because, in the Marvel movie yeah just because when he when Taika was in interviews for Thor Love and Thunder he mentioned that he asked <laughs> he asked Natalie Portman if she wanted to be in like his Star Wars movie and she's like I already was <laughs> he was like oh I forgot <laughs> that's really funny oh my god so I feel like he's gonna tap her or just like ask somebody else like how? maybe randomly hey do you want to come be in this so that's why i assume that how involved are him and jermaine in it still i actually don't know i know they're the creators and i know they both do a lot of directing um okay and i always just assumed that um they were able to rally guest stars just based on their prominence as directors um that makes sense. so like because i think like a lot of people they have like like christian Scott, like are people that they've worked with closely in the industry for like a long time yeah so that's my take to wrap it up we have character arc for laszlo where he learns a dad lesson (laughs) i'm here for it guillermo goes to therapy yes guillermo goes to therapy he needs it colin robinson plays mark (laughs) (laughs) the gang goes to disney world at some point would love to see it Little Nadja sees that Nadja has met her true potential and pieces out. Oh, no. I hope <laughs> I not. want Nadja to see, meet her full potential, but I don't want little Nadja to go anywhere. Um, and then cult leader Jan returns. Yeah, I feel like we're just not done with her yet. Yeah, as I a feel person. that. I like that. Um, so we were able to cross off Laszlo and Nadja fucking a public place. Yep. Um, free space. Laszlo uh, and Nadja treat Guillermo like absolute dog shit. Yep, and then um, yes, and then um, the guy tries to fuck Guillermo. I can't believe that's already checked. It's so funny. I know it is. I feel like it it came like I feel like it came quicker than I anticipated. It really Um, did, but I respect it. I respect it too, which makes it. There were a lot of things that happened in this first couple episodes quicker than I anticipated they would, um, which makes me excited because it's like if this is what happens in the first couple episodes, that God knows what's going on. Exactly. This. I'm so excited. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, Caitlin, on a scale of, uh, I'm going to say one to five, how many boxes of Count Chocula uh, given to baby Colin Robinson in a tin dog bowl out of five do you rate episode one? Uh, first of all, when that happened, I yelled. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it was Count Chocula, and I love that I know. was treating him like a dog. <laughs> the absolute disgust that Guillermo had in the background of that scene was so good. Um, but to answer your question, it's a five out of five. I adore this show. It mm-hmm. just immediately, like I said, once it started playing, I was a serotonin boost. So happy. Mm-hmm. What do you rate it? It was the same for me. Five out of five. Uh, great start to the season. I'm really excited about where it's going. As I just yes. mentioned, so much happened immediately. Made me feel very good about what's coming. Yes. And for episode two, on a scale of <laughs> on a scale of zero to thirty seven wives that Nandor has, what do you rate episode two? I'm gonna give it a hearty thirty five out of thirty seven of Nandor's wives. I feel like I have to take away like two wives just because I loved the first episode more. Yeah. Um but I still loved this episode, so um thirty five wives. How about you? Yeah, I would have to say a hard same because, I don't know, the first episode just really, it really came in strong. And I'm not saying that episode two wasn't as strong, but I, I, 
it was still really good, but I think episode one is still my favorite so far. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yep. So thank you everyone for listening to What We Do in the Moonlight. Tune in next week when we find out what kind of theater kid Colin Robinson is going to become <laughs> when we review episode three. Woohoo!